This program is part of the Cosmic Potato Podcast Network. For more shows like this, visit our website at cosmicpotatonetwork.com. Watching television, watching television. Watching television, watching television. I need all the image, I need all the sound. I know the info right into my mind. Hey everybody, welcome back to Trial by Pilot. This is the show where we judge an entire series of television and the work of hundreds on one episode. I'm Bill Lynch. I'm Elizabeth Lynch. And we're doing another Elizabeth pick tonight. Yeah. <laughs> I've girls been, five ever girls five ever i've been waiting for this one yeah when did you first see this i don't remember uh probably i don't know a few months ago i saw on busy phillips instagram mm. talking about the show i'm a big busy phillips fan so so it starts busy phillips sarah Bareilles. yeah you might know that name from being a singer and broadway performer yeah she's i mean i know you know that name yeah no i do no i mean i think people would she she's pretty popular songwriter and she wrote waitress right yes yeah um so yeah i think she's pretty well known and then the other two leads are paula pell yeah so she was in um wine country which I know you didn't see. Oh, uh, okay. But I did, and I think she's hysterical. I love her. She looked familiar, um, but I don't think I've seen anything she's been in. She, she's, she is or was a one of the writers for SNL. Oh, really? At some point, yeah. Oh, okay. And then Renee Elise Goldsberry was in Hamilton. She was part of the original Hamilton cast. Yeah, she won a Tony for it. Also, I know her from The Good Wife. Ah, okay. Yeah. That was filmed in New York. So well, then. a lot of Broadway actors in that show. So this is on Peacock, not NBC. Right. <laughs> I'm, I'm just wondering how the network makes the decision about which shows go on network TV and which go to the streaming service and why. I can't begin to understand or guess what <laughs> any... I, I I just don't know. I really don't. It's on, it all seems so complicated. Also, there's a show. Like, what shows get to go to Hulu? Because, you know, Hulu will play shows that are airing in real time on other networks. Yeah. But they'll, like, add it the day after or something like that. Oh. How do you... How do those get picked? You know? Well, that's a, that's a contract that Hulu has with whatever other network. Right. But, like, Peacock is NBC. Yeah. All right, so I it, suppose what I'm asking is a little bit different. Yeah, I just mean like those two things are under the same umbrella, more or less. Mm-hmm. So why is this on Peacock versus NBC? Why is it released all at once versus well, weekly? There's so much stuff. And like maybe like I'm just like guessing here. But like there's so much stuff and you like if you're going to air something on like a weekly one of your weekly like primetime time slots like mm-hmm. those those are limited how many of you have of those sure so maybe you just like pick like the ones that have like very loyal uh audiences and they're expecting like i mean they have to have like seven episodes of like the masked singer or whatever the hell a week 
You know, like, wasn't don't those competition shows have like multiple airings? Like, oh, you got to watch I, this. I don't know. I'm not the one to ask about I that. I feel like those are taking over the airwaves, like the actual like. Yeah, maybe you're right. Time and so and then there you have to have like your Thursday night prime time, which honestly I don't even know what's on that anymore. And then there's like SVU has to be on there. <laughs> Dick Wolf has taken over a lot of NBC. Well, you said the Mass Singer. That's not NBC, is it? That's Fox. I don't know. I was using that as an example. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, like shows like that. Yeah. I, I don't really know what's on what, but. but like, so maybe that's why they do that. And then like Girls 5 Eva, they can like, maybe they didn't think it would be like a super popular, successful thing to put on like a Wednesday night at 830. Yeah. But like if you release it all at once. Then you get someone who wants to binge it. I re- I don't know. I'm truly just guessing. Yeah, I'm just wondering. Like you know, if you think you have a popular show, a show that's going to be well received, where do you put it? Like I would maybe a couple of years ago, I would say like, oh, you would put it on your network. Obviously, that's still your bread and butter. But like, is that the truth anymore? I don't know. Probably not. Uh, are People they just are, watch TV differently? Yeah. Are they still making more money in advertising dollars? on network TV versus streaming service? Probably not. Bill, you're asking the wrong girl. I mean, you need to get... I mean, if if I was a company that was trying to advertise on Girls 5 Eva, one of the commercial breaks, I mean, I'm just saying that because we watched that show. Literally any TV show, people watching on TV, a lot of them are DVRing it and fast-forwarding through commercials. If you watch on Peacock or the app... You have to watch the same dumb commercials over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'm going that route so people actually see my marketing. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Guys. Listen, it's all very complicated and, <laughs> and you don't know. You're talking about like the royal you, not me specifically, right? I mean you <laughs> specifically. You don't know anything. Well, yeah, that's why I asked. I mean, you watched episodes and you like TV, but like you don't really know how executives that's work. That's pretty much all you need. That's pretty much all you need. <laughs> all right. So this show was created by Meredith Scardino. Do you know who that is? I don't. Should I? Well, she wrote and produced Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Oh, really? The Colbert Report for I don't know how long and SNL. Funny lady. And I mean, Tina Fey and Robert Carlock are also EPs on this show. So I'm sure like they all know each other. It's all like SNL people. Yeah. From back in the day. All right. Should we talk about Girls 5 Eva? Let's do it. So we're introduced to Lil Stinker. (laughs) Uh, who is trying to find his next hit rap song mm-hmm. and nothing's really striking a chord with him until this old girls five Eva song comes on from the late nineties. Yeah. And so he ends up sampling that song and then we go to a scene with Dawn played by Sarah Bareilles mm-hmm. getting a mammogram and she hears this song come on over the doctor's, PA system, I guess. Uh, what do you call it? Radio? A radio? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> there was a radio playing in there. <laughs> Audio waves reached her eardrums. <laughs> and so she's like stretching to get her phone to Shazam it as she's like getting the mammogram. It was pretty funny. Yeah. And then she's back at the restaurant where she works. I think her brother owns it, played by Dennis Duffy, uh, aka the Allstate guy. Or was it Allstate? Uh, 
I can't remember now. <laughs> I think it was. Dean Winters <laughs> is the actor. He's like, he's been in Sex and the City and like. He's been in a ton a couple, of stuff. He's like a character actor. Yeah. You know. Yeah. He's Dennis Duffy because we just watched 30 Rock. Right. And he's pressuring her like, listen, whatever. Oh, yes. It was all state. He played Mayhem. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> he pressures her to go get whatever check must be waiting from her old manager if this guy is sampling their old song. Mm-hmm. And so she goes there. And the old manager is like this total sleaze ball. Yeah. Like his office is just a wreck. And he has a check for her, though, for like 300 bucks. And he's sitting there like he's got another client and that he's like generating likes for. And he just has like <laughs> 20 devices, like phones, iPads, computers, laptops. And he's just like hitting like he's liking <laughs> stuff and he's got like a ruler that's stretching across to hit something else like just kind of like a sleazy guy yeah it was funny and so he has checks for the other members of girls five eva as well but they expire in like two days right. i think and so he's just like ah whatever just toss them and he throws them in the garbage but don's like you can't throw out their checks like they might need that money yeah so she takes them to deliver them to her ex-bandmates right and so first she goes to Summer's house, played by Busy Phillips, and Summer sees her on the guest cam yeah. out front. So she like runs out of her big house to find her, putting the check in the mailbox. You know, high pitched. Uh, I don't know how would you describe her? Like overly like ditzy, like playing up that stereotype. Yeah, yeah. She like one of her lines is that she like has auditioned for Real Housewives like ten times or yeah. something like that. And she has a daughter, Stevia. Uh, <laughs> who's like a 12 year old tiktok influencer yeah uh her husband kev um from a boy band back in the day lives in miami beach while they live in new jersey right uh and he visits them on the 31st of any month that has one of those yeah um so things aren't going great yeah <laughs> and she still has like a shrine to the band in her house she she's like Still trying to live the life of a celebrity pop star. Right. Like the whole persona. Whereas like Dawn is like a modest apartment with her family and kids, you know? Yeah. But she's really doing this whole. I I don't know. They didn't explain yet where she still has all that money from. Like did her and Kev have a career after that? Or did they just last longer than the others? I don't know. Because I don't know what Kev is doing. Right. They didn't really talk about that. Like, maybe he's producing stuff or something. So maybe he's kind of yeah. floating that lifestyle. I'm not sure. Then they go... Floating that. People say that, right? I don't know what that means. <laughs> <laughs> not sure either. <laughs> then they go to Gloria, who is a doctor or a medical examiner or something. I, I couldn't figure out what... She, she came out of her office with, like, medical gloves on and said something about a cadaver. Yeah. So... Uh, and she was also the first gay couple in new york to be divorced Divorced. (laughs) and now she's living with her elderly father so that's just fucking great (laughs) (laughs) she's so funny and while the three of them are talking they get called back to the manager's office jimmy fallon wants them to do live backup for a little stinker when he visits the show and so they're trying to get wiki who is the fourth member uh to come join them and you know they're like looking at her instagram and she's like boarding a private jet. I, I knew right away. Did you know that it was like fake? That it was fake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I did. I didn't know how it was fake, but I do know that like people do fake 
they rent jets just to sit on. Oh, really? Did you know that? People, no, it's like, so pathetic. I know. It's super pathetic. Um, but she's flying to Milan so she can stop in New York on her way to do the show. And so the three of them, not including Wiki, are sitting on a bench that was dedicated to their fifth member who died in 2004 while she was swimming out of an infinity pool. Mm-hmm. Uh, this actress was in Emily in Paris? She was, yeah. Was she the, the lead? No, she was um, Emily's friend, like good friend that she meets in Paris. Okay, okay. I forget her name in the show, but she's dead, so it doesn't matter. Uh, and Summer asks, you know, should we should we be doing this? Should we try to, you know, go for it one more time? Like, yeah. I, I wish... I wish there was a sign and like from across the street, this construction worker starts yelling out like, my wife's going into labor. You four guys can do it without me. You don't need all five of us. Four is fine. Four is good. (laughs) And so the guy's like, he's like, wait, you can't go. This is a five man job. (laughs) (laughs) And so the other girls are like in awe, like, oh my God, like. I can't believe that just happened. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all like, okay, we're going to do this. And someone's like, yeah, but what was the sign? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so they're backstage at Fallon and Wiki shows up at like the last possible second. Mm-hmm. And Gloria has to hose down her shirt so it will match her pit stains. <laughs> <laughs> Everything needs to be pit. <laughs> uh, but the performance goes really well. And so they're all excited backstage. They're like, okay, we're doing this. It's going to be a reunion. Even Wiki agrees. Uh, but little stinker turns them down and the manager's like, listen, I've been making calls all day. Nobody's interested in you. Right. So Wiki rudely leaves their dinner after like spilling the beans about this and like dashing all their hopes. But Dawn follows her and finds out she's staying in the hotel that they were in. And Wiki admits like finally that she isn't famous. Right. She works at the airport shooting geese. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> And so, you know, Dawn leaves and we see her at home with her husband and they're like cuddled up watching their performance. And he's like, hey, this is awesome. We should celebrate. And she like gets excited for a second. And he's like, let's start the Americans. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, oh, I just love when we start a new show, (laughs) which like I'm sure one of us has said before, probably me. It was just all a little too relatable. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yay. Let's just get snuggled up. And- <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> and so Wiki is at the airport and she gets recognized there by a security guard. And, you know, they're talking and taking selfies. And she's like, you know, the friends you make when you're young really know you. The security guard says this. And so she kind of has an epiphany. And so she goes over to Dawn's house where she actually apologizes, which she had never done before. Mm-hmm. You know, when, when the band split up, she had the best voice, I guess. And like thought she was going to have a career and just put down the rest of the band. Yeah. And so she apologizes and they agree to go for it. They're going to try to do this on their own without anyone's help. And so the four of them are sitting on the memorial bench again. They've moved it to a spot out near the restaurant that Dawn works at. Mm-hmm. And Gloria says, you know, it's going to be hard. You know, we should be prepared to get disrespected like I do when I'm on my recumbent bike and people <laughs> throw soft drinks at me. <laughs> And Wiki's like, nah, we got this. And they start to harmonize. And a woman walks by and she goes, it's too early. And she throws a soda on them. (laughs) (laughs) And that was the pilot to Girls 5 ever. What did you think? I mean, I thought it was really funny. Mm -hmm. I really didn't know what to expect. 
Um, I guess I should have if I like stopped to think about everyone else who was attached to it. But I was like, okay, is this one of those things where I just want to watch it because Busy Phillips is in it? <laughs> it's like, yes. And no, because, you know, there were a bunch of other people that I wanted to see in it and were writing it. So, um, but I thought it was funny. Yeah. I liked it. I thought it was funny too. Who were the other people that you wanted to see in it? Well, I think I just the other names attached to it being writing, but I like Paula Pell. Oh, okay. A lot. Yeah. yeah. I follow her on Instagram, Pelpix. Pel- <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize she was in a film that you had seen. Yeah. Have you seen her in anything else? I don't think so. Maybe it's like another, like a little part or something. She, she definitely has that. that feel of like the middle aged, more heavy set woman Mm -hmm. in this ensemble like you just see that sometimes yeah but she doesn't go over the top with it like sometimes that character does yeah do you know what i'm saying i know i'm speaking very generally i just like got that feel from her at first and i was like oh is she gonna be like kind of annoying you don't want to call out melissa mccarthy oh that that's one of the people i was thinking of yeah but but i mean there are others you know right yeah um but but she was she she wasn't like that's what i like about her so much is like i feel like she's not even acting like when I, I the first time i had seen her was in wine country and i was like who is this woman because i thought she was so like i was like she must be playing herself there was something so <laughs> natural about everything she was doing and it was just genuinely funny yeah. like you know that if you're hanging out with this woman you're going to have a good time because she's going to make you laugh and like She's going to make you, like, belly laugh or cackle, and she's not even going to do anything. <laughs> so that's how I just really... that That's the vibe I get from her. Yeah. She, she was funny, like, very self-deprecating yeah. humor. Um, <laughs> the other... I mean, I mean, obviously, Dawn's kind of, like, the grounded one yeah. that the other characters are going to play off of, mm-hmm. which, is, which is fine. I don't know anything about any of their acting abilities... Um, there was nothing yeah, offensive I mean, in this. We so we know Busy Phillips. Like I mean, we did both see Cougar Town on occasion, and I think she's playing like a version of that character. Like it, it's like a little Amped bit up. like typecast a little bit. A little bit, yeah. But she does that well, and it's you know, and it's funny. So. Also, she kind of just talks like that. She kind of just <laughs> talks like that anyway. Um, and honest, and I think. Is it Wiki or Winky? Wiki. I thought it was Wiki. Maybe you're right. Maybe my thing just auto-corrected to Winky. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Wiki, she also sounds a lot like that actress normally does, or at least mm. from what I remember her playing like a lawyer. Just <laughs> like a little bit like, you know, she does think she's better than the rest of them. So I, I felt like everything was kind of like spot on as far as who these characters are. Yeah. The, now the other character, the one who died... She's got to come back into play at some point, right? Like, she's a well-known actress. I... Well, well-known singer. Oh, she's not, she? like, super well-known, but I think she's a singer. She was a singer first. Oh. I'm pretty sure she has, like, a okay. career before any acting. Yeah, I was questioning. So, like, you know, we start to see the Instagram posts from Wiki, and, like, right away I was like, well, that's going to be fake. She's going to be poor. Yeah. And then I was trying to predict if this 
fifth member would still be alive like did that's she, what i thought did too. she fake her death yeah or, yeah or or something like that um so we don't know yet my guess is that there's going to be some flashbacks or something i'm sure there will be flashbacks because you don't hire someone who's like known for singing and then just have her sing like in a little bit in yeah the beginning, there were yeah. i don't know because there were some flashbacks when they were on trl which was kind of fun yeah, yeah, like like two or three or four short flashbacks with mm-hmm. this fifth member in it. Yeah. Um, so I I assume there'll be more stuff like that, but I don't know if she's actually going to show up right. or, or not. We'll see. They also cast other well-known singers. Also, <laughs> when you Google this show, it comes up as a musical. Oh, does it? Yeah, so... There was like some very light, silly song segments in this mm-hmm. of like, you know, clips of their old days from like 1999. Yeah. I wonder if they're like actually going to have like full songs or performances. I think they must because I know one of the things that Busy Phillips had been working on is um, she was taking pole dancing lessons because there's this, there's some some point in this where she has to perform like as a on a pole. Mm, okay. Um, and she didn't want a stunt double. She wanted to do it herself. <laughs> so I, I think there must be like some other kind of performance going on in here. Yeah. And they're all singers. So I don't know about Paula Pell. I don't know if she sings or not, but I know that Busy does. And I know the other two obviously do. Yeah. So. Busy sings like how? Like I've never known her as a... Well, I know she does. She actually Vocalist. does some, um, what's it called? Something that Paul F. Tompkins does sometimes. Like he does this like cabaret, like oh. this like comedy, like cabaret thing. And she sings on that. Oh, okay, cool. Sometimes. So she's, she's done performed there. She doesn't have like an album, but I think she's, you know, can sing. Oh, okay. So. Okay. But like nothing to the level of Sarah Bareilles or the one who won, no, won a Tony for. No, I don't think so. But I think uh, she has a good voice. Okay. You okay. Know. Yeah. But but what I liked about that is they were like, well, we really have to do this with, it, it has to be a four-part harmony. <laughs> and so they needed the fourth one there because Busy Phillips' character really can't hold her own. And she always blends in and starts singing the part of whoever is next to her, <laughs> which I just like really related to as coming from a family of like, <laughs> of really good singers and it's not that I can't sing, but like I can't like just pick out a harmony out of thin air and like pre- you know like sometimes I do end up just like singing the melody because mm-hmm. it's easier. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. Yeah, it seems like they're gonna touch upon some pretty relevant themes of you know these aging women in show business yeah. and just in life in general mm-hmm. you know dawn clearly like needs some rejuvenation in her life yeah you like just see it in her face you know yeah. as, as she's lying on the couch watching the pilot to americans um <laughs> yeah i mean like i said i thought the pilot was funny and there's a lot of good names attached the the writers and the all the executive producers for whatever that's worth mm-hmm. um it definitely had at least a little bit of like a 30 rock feel with all the cutaways and flashbacks and stuff. Yeah. So I got that, I got that vibe. Did you know that 30 rock was really pretty revolutionary in the cutaways? 30 rock is like probably my second favorite sitcom of all time. 
So yeah, I fucking knew that. <laughs> well, now girls five of is mine. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm just saying those are really strong words, but I did think it was a good pilot. Uh, Elizabeth did want to watch a second episode and I said, no. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't record this yet. Yeah. And here we are at 10 p.m. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Guys, sorry. Sorry if this is uh... a... <laughs> sorry if we sound tired. Yeah. Because we're fucking tired. <laughs> Our son just talked in bed for three hours like he didn't even scream or cry or like have a fit but like he doesn't let us leave the room like we have to be in there when he falls asleep (laughs) sorry it's our parenting problem we don't know what to do about it but like we moved during a pandemic yeah (laughs) he's like very very calm lying in bed but he just doesn't shut up he never stops talking and like he'll quiet down for a couple minutes and then he'll just start asking questions about whatever random stuff (laughs) mommy do you remember do you remember in the old house i used to eat honey (laughs) yes he said that to me too he said that to me today okay (laughs) i was like what because i used to eat honey in the old house like yeah we could eat honey here too be like no, we don't have honey. It was in the old house. Like, <laughs> I, like I don't even know why we gave it to him. He had a sore throat or something. I don't know. Who the hell knows? <laughs> Does a four-year-old even remember that far back? It's like a year and a half Apparently. ago. <laughs> We're so fucking tired. <laughs> so, do you recommend Girls Five Eva? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah, if you're looking for a sitcom, if you like any of the people we mentioned or any of the shows that we mentioned. 30 Rock, Kimmy Schmidt, SNL, I guess. Yeah. Uh, g- give it a, give it a shot. There's something for everyone. If you want to see Jimmy Fallon play himself. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Which is all he does on all these shows. Right. Uh, do you think Girls 5 Eva will get a second season on Peacock? Yes. I'm going to go ahead and say yes. Mm, okay. Okay. I'll say yeah. Why not? Yeah. It's Peacock. It's not like it, it's on NBC. Right. Well... <laughs> They can renew unlimited shows. That's right, because they have all those advertisers that you have to watch. Right. (laughs) (laughs) This is us pretending to know how the TV industry works. So, what else you been watching? Uh, Call my agent. Still? Yeah. Gosh. Still loving it. What is that? Oh. (laughs) I thought you were saying the name of another show. Oh. (laughs) No. Still still loving it. Still loving Call My Agent. (laughs) Um, let's see. What else? Cheers. We've been watching Cheers together. We watched an extremely uncomfortable episode oh yesterday. Oh, God. Which was so homophobic. We were like, what the hell? And, like, they barely, barely tried to, like, turn it around. Yeah. No, there was, like, one character on it that was basically being like, you guys are being a bunch of jerks. Yeah. But Diane, of course. But everyone else... It wasn't even trying to be like, be like self-aware in that, like, you knew they were being jerks. Like, this is how people fucking talk. Yeah, no, it was This is how people full on, like, let's get these gay guys out of the bar because I don't want to drink with them. Yeah. It was just super like, ugh. Yeah. I know, I know that show is older, but yeesh. I know. Well, it's just so crazy, like, how much... You know, that, that's not something that, like, either one of us would have thought about, like, at the time watching it. Because, I don't know, I've never been oppressed by stuff like that. Right. Right? Yeah. That's not my experience. But, like, it just made me think, like, Jesus Christ, people who have known they're gay their whole lives, like, yeah, have to watch stuff like this? <laughs> yeah. 
Jeez. No wonder people like don't want want to come out. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it's just. <sighs> so I watched. This is probably two or three months ago now. I watched the pilot episode to The Crew on Netflix. What is that? With Kevin James. It's like a NASCAR sitcom. Oh, is that <laughs> one of the ones we were gonna do? It was and on my. We, it was on our list. It was on the then. list, and then you know it was like a twenty-two minute sitcom. Oh my god! Why didn't you tell me that you watched this? I thought I did tell you. No. It was pretty dumb. It was was pre- it? It was pretty dumb. Did you yeah. watch any more? No. Oh. Uh, you know, I think Kevin James is funny. I like King of Queens. There were a couple other good like side characters on the show. Yeah. And the chemistry he had with one of the female leads was pretty good. But the jokes and the writing were pretty silly and like not in a good way. Yeah. Just not funny. And one of the leads was awful. Mm. I was like, I don't I don't need to watch a NASCAR sitcom. Yeah. I, I also just don't care about the subject matter at all. Right. I mean, you know, it, it was a workplace sitcom that happened to be NASCAR. Like, it didn't really matter. But, like, it certainly wasn't a drawing point for yeah. me. So, um, and then I watched a couple episodes of Kim's Convenience when you were maybe out with your friends one night or something. And I was just at a complete loss of what to do with my life. Oh, Okay. I watched like two or three episodes. Um, it was pretty pretty funny. Yeah. Uh, you've watched a couple episodes of that, yeah, right? Yeah, we watched a couple together and then we just like kind of fell off. So would, is that something that you think we would both like? Yeah, probably. Um, I mean, you know, I think we'll we'll probably watch Girls 5 Eva, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And then whether we watch Cheers or Golden Girls alongside that. Yeah. And then, you know, if we still need something, Kim's Convenience. It, it wasn't... Yeah. It wasn't mind-blowing. It's yeah. not like the funniest thing I've ever seen, but it, it was funny. Of course, we're keeping up with our Bob's Burgers. We're keeping up with the Great North. Mm-hmm. Watching uh, a lot of Bobby Flay Showdown. Showdown. <laughs> what is it called? Beat Bobby Flay? Beat Bobby Flay? Beat Bobby Flay Showdown. <laughs> I wouldn't say we're watching a lot of it. We've watched like four episodes. <laughs> I know. I'm just, I'm just joking. It's just amazing how often he wins. I know. <laughs> we're convinced that... They are only replaying episodes that he's won. Because Bill and I have seen the show like 10 times maybe over the, I don't know, last year. Yeah, sure. We've never seen him lose. Yeah. Ever. But apparently he loses about a third of the time. So I'm wondering if it's in, if it's in his contract. Like, obviously you can air the episode, but if I lose, you can't re-air it. That's what I'm thinking. <laughs> That's what I think. I, I don't know anything about Bobby Flay. But it makes me, what? No, go ahead. Sorry, I don't know what I was going to say. I, I just, I don't know anything about him. So I don't know if he's a jerk. I don't know if he's a womanizer or anything like that. Just watching him, like, cooking, like, just random dishes. Like, these chefs come in and they have, like, their dish that they've been making at their restaurant for 20 years. And Bobby Flay beats them in a blind taste test. Yeah. It's, just, it's just incredible to me. Yeah, so I think... I've heard rumored that everything you said is true. (laughs) Um, I'm still impressed by his skill. Yeah. And I, you know, he's also impressed with it. That's just like the vibe. Uh, Sure. Yeah. yeah. But I think he's one of those people. If you see him on a show or, you know, if he's like a guest on, on a talk show or something, he has a good personality. Yeah. They always had him on the radio, uh, like on Z100, like He's kind of a, like, you know, he can joke and stuff, but, yeah. you know, he had an ugly divorce and, mm. you know. I, I think it's just so easy for people to think 
celebrity chefs are just like whatever celebrities that can't really cook. And for for some people, that's probably true. But like to watch him actually cooking, you're like, oh, no, he's fucking good. Like, yeah. there's a reason that he's a famous chef is yeah. because he's a really fucking good chef. Do people think that, that if you're a celebrity chef, you can't really cook? I think about some like chefs or cooks like Rachel Ray. Like people shit on Rachel Ray all the time. Like she can't really cook. Well, yeah. I mean, she's just like and she says, I'm just a cook. Yeah. She's not like classically. There famous. are just other people in that. Yeah, yeah. Same vein. Yeah. But like Bobby Flay is clearly not one of them. Like he knows his shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've also started listening and finished this really good podcast that I really want you to listen to, but it's called Chameleon and it's the Hollywood con queen. And it is just like. Did you finish it? You said? I finished it. Yeah, I finished it. How I, long was it? Um, so I want to say the episodes were anywhere between like 30 and 40 minutes. And there were 12 of them. Oh, okay. So it wasn't it wasn't like too bad. And I was able to just kind of like listen. Anytime I got in the car, listen at work. But also like there was one night I just put my headphones in like after we finished watching Cheers. And I <laughs> listened to it. As I went to bed, I listened to two episodes, but I realized in the morning that I had fallen in and out of sleep during both of them, <laughs> and I had to re-listen to them the next day. Um, but it was just really interesting, and I love a really good, like, investigative podcast about a con, yeah. I've realized. Or, you know, sometimes a murder, but sometimes those can be really upsetting. Yeah. But, like, a con like this is just kind of, like, creepy and weird and fascinating and it's like how do people think this way like you have to listen to it i don't want to give anything away because i really didn't expect the twist that was in it do you think it'll give me any good ideas for a con to pull um that's what i'm really looking for some inspiration no forget it i did want to mention that one of the actors on Kim's Convenience yeah, is the lead in an upcoming Marvel superhero movie. Oh, really? Um, yeah, it's called Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. The, the You know, the younger guy. Yeah. I just thought that I, like, I saw the trailer for that movie. That's coming out in like the winter, I think. Okay. And I was like, where do I know that guy from? Oh, really? <laughs> he's the brother on Kim's Convenience. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> like, a, like just such a weird, I mean, you know, he's like a young, good looking guy who's like in good shape. Yeah. But just like to put him in this like ridiculous sitcom and then like me, for me to see him yeah. in this trailer for this superhero movie, I was like, wait a second. I know that guy. <laughs> um, all right. You got anything else to say about Girls 5 Eva? No, I uh, I liked it a lot. Yeah, we'd probably watch another episode right now if it wasn't so late and it was past our bedtime. Yeah. Well, I may convince you to watch one more. Oh, oh my God. Never mind. It's too late. <laughs> I got to wake up for work in the morning. <laughs> All right, everybody. If you have suggestions on shows for us to watch, you can email us at trialbypilot at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at trialbypilot. And please go on to Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify. Subscribe to our show, leave a review, and tell a friend. And thank you to the Beats for providing our theme music. Thanks, Beats. Good night. Oh, God. Bye. Watching television, watching television. Watching television.